Hello and welcome to Hydeman Park, a Yankees podcast about a not very good baseball team. I'm Andrew Mearns, joined by Kun Shaw. Uh, I hope you are doing better than the Yankees. Who's not doing better than the Yankees is the question. Um, the, the A's, maybe. Not eh. even 100% sold on that, but... Eh. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> A's fans got... will say that. They're, yeah, they're not fair. having a good time. They got bigger fish to fry than a poor product on the field. And that poor product is by design, not by stupidity. Yeah. And at least the Yankees are not moving. So yeah, there's, there's that, but uh, what a, again, what a high bar we are setting from from a pure, just baseball performance value. (laughs) Yeah. In terms of the on-field product. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So since we last talked, uh, surprisingly, not so surprisingly, the Yankees have not done a whole bunch. So, I mean, well, what do you want? What do you want from us? <laughs> they have won a couple games, which yeah, is they, better they than we beat, could say last week. <laughs> they beat the Rays and then dropped the next two games because, you know, heaven forbid they ever win a series, let alone at the Trop. They had a real chance, but they didn't because, again, as we said at the jump, they are not a very good baseball team. So that's cool. Uh, they did beat the Tigers yesterday. That was nice. I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm also expecting them to lose the next two games. Like, yeah, I I'm happy for Luis Severino personally because between yes. that start and his most recent one against the Nats, which are also two of the Yankees' most recent three wins, so in the past few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's like, okay, you know what? Good for you, Sevy. I don't know. I, I don't know if we'll see him after the season just because he'll be a free agent and everything that's gone wrong this year. But, uh, you know, happy for you personally. Yeah, no, I mean, even if he, even if this is goodbye, right? Like, from a Yankees point of view, like, it's nice if he can, like, at least pitch well down the stretch because, A, it'll help him out in free agency. And, you know, I, I like him, so I want him to do well. But, B, it's just nice to leave on a high note and then a sour note. <laughs> Yeah, because so before the last two starts, it was just depressing. Right. So hopefully that continues for his sake. But uh, elsewhere, it's just you know more of the same. What do you want? Like the offense looking pathetic against the Rays, then getting into some stupid beanball stuff with the Rays, and like really looking coming out looking like losers. I gotta say, like you're a last place team, and you look like it. <laughs> yeah. I like how the Rays are just like, I don't care about them anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when when there's like no verve to it, the, the players are just like, what, whatever. I, I don't know what they're doing. We don't we don't really have time for that. It's like, yeah, okay, they've, cool. They've got, they, they've got better things to worry about than the Yankees. Yeah, remember when the Yankees could, you know, say that when like some teams got really upset with them about dumb things. It's like, you know, we're, we're okay. We're focused on the mission ahead. And we're right now, like, the Yankees don't have a mission ahead. <laughs> like when the Rays used to get mad and the Yankees just had better things to worry about. Yeah, yeah. I miss but those days. Instead, the Yankees are the ones who are pretty fully in last place at this point. The Red Sox have pulled away, so, you know, they're just, Yankees are just 19 games out in the AL East, which is just comical, considering what the preseason expectations were, and 11 games out in the wild card. Like, I realize that at this point in the, se- at this point in the season, talking about it is just, like, referential material, because, like, right. you have no auspicions of them getting anywhere close to getting back in the race. It's more just a statement on where they are. Exactly. <laughs> and where they are is not bad. good. It's yeah, not good. or bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, the the Guardians have a better run differential than them, too. Just putting that out there. <laughs> it's a it's a bad team. It's a bad vibe. Yeah, like sometimes there will be good games, like with the Seve stuff. Or Garrett Cole looked good, and you know we still want him to make a push for the Cy Young for him. Just like again, personal goals, but you know, team wide, there's just not a whole lot going on here. Yeah, like Pereira has gotten a couple hits since he came up. Uh, Peraza a little fewer, but like it's not like they've been setting the world on fire, which you know is totally reasonable. This is their f- first week in the majors for Pereira and ever, and for Peraza in quite some time. They just need to keep getting reps because, like, what else is the point? So, you know, right. <laughs> roll them out, see what happens. We got some hints, maybe we'll see some Austin Wells, possibly even Jason Dominguez in September. I'm not fully banking on that because. Uh, I think Wells would be more likely just because the Yankees sometimes like carrying a third catcher, but uh, who knows? If the Yankees want to make things interesting, that would be one way to do it. I don't know what'll happen, but it's something to think about. It would give some. It would give people, again, reason to watch or you know something to look forward to because otherwise, there's there's not really much. <laughs> yeah, unless uh, like you said, you, you could be heavily invested in Garrett Cole, Cy Young case, or Aaron Judge's chase for forty home runs. It's gonna happen. <laughs> He's gonna, gonna happen. get forty homers in like a hundred games or whatever it is. Hey, <laughs> like, I'm still banking on seventy four. <laughs> oh, wow, okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah, you're like he's gonna get to like forty. You're like, uh huh, okay, whatever. He's gonna get to forty today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's eleven homers away. He's gonna get there today. It's like, don't Just test me, you know. Shaw. <laughs> yeah, I guess Garrett Cole's three homer game. Garrett Cole's three homer game. My God, that'd be. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> that would be cool. Aaron Judge's three homer game did happen in the past week, and that was again one of the few highlights. And that was the game that snapped the nine game losing streak, which again we will note is the longest since 1982 for the Yankees. Uh, they barely avoided their first ten game losing streak in over a century. So, yep. hang the banner, uh, award the rings, and extend Aaron Boone. I think he and Brian Cashman have really done the job. There we go. Done. Nailed it. Yeah. I guess that's a related jumping off point to uh, some chatter that maybe Boone will probably be back if Cashman has his druthers, just because he has such a good relationship with Boone, which, uh, and the onus will be on Hal Steinbrenner to say, no, we need to get rid of him because Cashman's not going to go to him and directly say that. That was a report from Andy Martino. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't think I find that to be news at all. Like, I think no. I figured if even if Boone was like, "Oh, that's exactly what would have happened," is it Hal? Hal just like, "Yeah, dude, we can't do this again." <laughs> yeah, that still might happen, but right. Like, like yeah, I knew you, I knew Brian Cashman was never going to admit he was wrong. Yeah, because it's impossible to know the inner workings of some of these owners' minds. Like, obviously, Hal is much less impulsive than most, and tends to defer to Brian Cashman on a lot of things, but. Uh, it does feel conceivable that if the Yankees, you know, finish in last place and under 500, then he might say, okay, like, we, we can't continue with this. I know Boone isn't the main problem for this season, although he's not been a solution. I think that's the best way to describe him. Uh, something has to happen. Maybe that will be it to the change. But for now, we yeah. are in the dark. Right. And like... um. The thing with the thing, the thing with Hal Steinbrenner is like he has gotten involved at like very recently. Like, I mean, Aaron Judge probably would be a giant right now if it wasn't for Hal Steinbrenner. 
we'd still have uh, Dylan Lawson as the hitting coach if Hal, uh, Hal Steinbrenner didn't like, you know, kind of get involved. So it seems like the, over the past calendar year, he's definitely taken more of an interest than he has in the past. Possibly. But but we'll see. Yeah. And it's 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 funny that with this recent chatter coming out, there has been some like defending of Boone in the media that we have not seen as much. But basically, it's like, well, this isn't really Boone's fault. And I think that there are certainly points to that. And I would honestly agree with most of it. I don't think this is entirely Boone's fault. Like, look at the roster. This is not a good roster. So that that falls on Cashman. Um, I think it is fair to say that he has not gotten the most out of his players. And that was supposed to be one of his strengths coming in. And he just really hasn't done the job in the past few years, like other than the first half of 2022. And I feel like you can only reference that so much. <laughs> right, exactly. So, unless you want to keep banging on the table for him, but sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> Got to try something else. I don't know yeah. what the Yankees will do, but we will have uh, at least another month to figure that out since he's not getting let go before the end of the season. Nope. So, although it would be funny if they did one of those things where you sometimes see, not as much anymore, but like Teams used to sometimes fire a manager with like under a week to go, and they're just like, uh, you bench coach, just fill in or whatever. Yeah, it's more like, it was like, hey, we're gonna get a head start on things or whatever, all that nonsense, or (laughs) Or the White Sox, we are going to set everyone on fire, but (laughs) keep uh, Pedro Grafal as our manager, and also Tony Lusa, be your consultant again, or sure, why not? Yay, Uh, yeah, Jerry Reinsdorf, what a puzzling man you are, indeed. So, any other small Yankees notes from the past week? There's only, as I said, there's almost no much we could say. No, not really. <laughs> yeah, because we don't want to be a broken record. We've made a lot of our points in more impassioned pleas on a podcast before, and it doesn't work the same if we just keep saying the same thing week after week. And I know we sort of do this, do the same, say the same thing week after week in these opening intro parts, but you know, you got to get some recent commentary on the Yankees, and unfortunately, it's much of the same. Yeah. They're not good. And, They're bad. <laughs> and the bullpen is definitely very much like toast right now. They're so tired and it's showing. <laughs> yeah. Some bad games in there from Kane Lee, Holmes, Ian Hamilton looked kind of shaky too. So this is just what the team is. Maybe they maybe will find a way to get back to 500, but like I. I don't know if I have it in me to like want them to it. Like, I mean, obviously like in, in an ideal world, I shouldn't say like I would want them to win every game for the rest of the season, make a miracle run and make it into the playoffs. That's not happening. And I am not particularly inspired by this team and don't really think they deserve to be an over 500 team. They deserve to have that streak snapped because maybe we'll finally be a shakeup to the way that they've been doing things. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like, the only hope we have for like an actual shakeup for how they do things is if they finish under 500. Because if not, they're going to run the whole, see, we, we ended well. We, we basically just lost our footing and like injuries and all this yeah. crap. And, <laughs> but, 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 but we had the right idea. And if we just didn't get hurt, and if it wasn't for Dodger Stadium's wall, which is going to be their version of like the 2017 Astros cheating. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, the Dodger Stadium wall that kept Judge out for two months is actually the difference of like 20 games in the standings. You'd be so surprised. Yeah, yeah right. Aaron <sighs> Judge would have hit 100 home runs if it wasn't for that oh, wall. Yeah. And then where would we be? And, you know, there's also the fact, so they are, they're 
ending August with a record right now it's eight and seventeen. Even if they win the last couple days against the Tigers, then it's still not gonna be a good record for the month. That is so bad. Right. Since July twenty ninth, they are an eight and nineteen team. That is the worst record in baseball. Woo! Better they worse than so worse than the A's, where we've gone. Yes, exactly. <laughs> They're just stinky. Yeah. And I realize that that's sort of an arbitrary endpoint, but isn't life all about arbitrary endpoints? And don't Indeed. these teams deserve to get some scored in that way? Like it's they have they've won the one. The fact that they've only won the one series since the beginning of July is so bad. <laughs> and it was against the yeah. Royals. Yeah. Maybe they snap it against the Tigers. In which case, Maybe. congrats, guys! You beat this Tigers team. They're not very. It's good the actually. ultimate like. It's the ultimate red balloon emoji. Like, ooh, yay! Yeah. You did it, man! <laughs> congrats! And even on winning yesterday, they still struck out ten times against whatever Reese Olsen is. I thought it wasn't even more than ten. Uh, no, it was only ten times against him. I was more oh. uh, on the day, but like the their first. Uh, eight outs were all strikeouts, so I think that's oh, why yeah. I felt like more. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, this is this guy's not very good. <laughs> no, but that's like one of the specialties of this team: making bad pitchers look good, or even oh yeah, good pitchers. <laughs> yeah, it's not surprising. The no. fact that they even won is what's surprising. Yeah, hey, believe it. They 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 did it. You know, when turns out when Aaron Judge hits a home run, it's good. But yeah. They can't count on that happening every day. Just, you know, some days. I can count on it happening yeah. every day. Yeah, and actually Glaber had uh, gone back-to-back with, with Judge, so that helped. Congratulations to the Yankees on winning in Detroit. They're still ever good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think we will take a short ad break, and we will be right back. And we're back. So we're going to do a very quick look at the uh, B-Ref check-in, I don't think much will have changed. But, you know, maybe something surprising has happened. That's the most interesting thing about the check-in. <laughs> the sound. The sound. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Garrett Cole obviously still just, like, lapping everybody over five wins. So, yeah, Garrett yeah. Cole firmly in the lead. Aaron Judge has reclaimed his spot as second on the team. I guess having a five home run week will do that for for a guy. Congrats, man! Woo! But he's still neck and neck with Anthony Volpe, Glaber Torres, and then Michael King round out the top five. Following them are Ian Hamilton, Clay Holmes, Harrison Bader, who I kind of just like forgot about. <laughs> I honestly just forgot he existed. To be honest, DJ Lemayhu. Wandy Peralta, and then Randy Vasquez and Nick Ramirez are the final two on the top 12. Nick Ramirez. Man, I, I forgot about him, too. I, yeah. And I don't think he's been pitching either, right? Like, So it's more just other people have been falling behind him. He last pitched on August 9th. <laughs> wow. Bravo. Yep. Yeah. I guess in that mix, we will mention that, like, DJ LeMahieu actually looked like wildly alive in the past week, so good for him. Yeah, it, yes, he's, it don't only means so much at this point, but I guess it's better than nothing. <laughs> he's been worth a whole win this season. Yeah, you look at the rundown and you count how many of these non-relievers have even one win, and the total is Cole, Judge, Volpe, Glaber, 
Bader, Bader, and, and then DJ, DJ, who probably only just got there, so six. That's not enough, especially when most of them are only like one win. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. I wonder how how in the world did this team only get to you know seventy whatever wins by the end of the season? Who knows? A mystery that can only be blamed on the Dodger Stadium bullpen events. Yes, and nothing else. Yes, definitely no infrastructure problems, stasis, or any other such issues. So, nope, 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 nope. So we are going to take a page from last week. I think we threatened this at the end of the podcast that the Yankees did not play well, and uh, so we are living up to the threat because it amuses us, and that's all we could really do at this point. We are taking a sequel to the Yankees. 2013 game that we did last week with the 2014 team, which admittedly is not as fun as the 2013 team because there were some there was a lot more weird stories in 2013, whereas 2014 there are more just meh. Yeah, but they're still better than the 2023 Yankees. Yeah, God, is that an indictment? <laughs> that <laughs> 84 wins. That was another team that had a lot of disappointment, mainly because they spent a lot of money in offseason free agency and only did so much because there really wasn't a lot there to add to. And they made some trade deadline additions that worked out, but not enough to actually turn the team around enough to make it to the playoffs or really come all that close. Yeah, that was... Yeah, that was their second season in a row uh, out of the playoffs. That was the first time that had happened since the early 90s. So, hey, we're bringing it back. <laughs> it's funny because, like, 20, 2015, they were there for a game. So, like, it was really like they had four, four yeah, years. Yeah, in, in four years, they had one playoff game. Yeah. And they did not score. No. Nope. Uh, so, 2014, that gets a lot of t- headlines for the Derek Jeter retirement tour, which was, you know, very cool at times. For a lot of it, it was just, ground balls and contact and not enough going on. Nope. So they signed Jacoby Ellsbury, signed Brian McCann, signed Carlos Beltran. Didn't really work out all that much. They, you know, McCann, they needed a catcher, but he was fine for a few years. Then Gary happened, so he became expendable. Beltran was kind of whatever. They eventually did trade him for some guys in 2016, then less heralded parts of that sell-off. And the less we can talk about Jacoby Ellsbury's contract, the better. Great decision, once again, to sign him instead of Robinson Cano. Uh, and, you know, even admitting that the Cano contract did not work out great for Seattle, I think it still would have been better than whatever Ellsbury did. So, yeah. Sorry. Which is unfortunate, because I did, I, did, I did like Jacoby Ellsbury personally. Yeah, no, he was fine. It was, if they signed Cano and then also brought Jacoby Ellsbury in, that'd be a different conversation. Yeah. And then, but, but the problem, of course, was that Jacoby Ellsbury really didn't have any good. He was good in 2014. People kind of forget yeah, that. Yeah, 14, yeah. But after that, it was just nothing, really. It kind of went to shit. All right. Pretty much. And then he didn't play again after 2017, which it's weird to think about him being teammates with, with like Aaron, Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge, uh, Greg Bird, all those guys. Uh, I guess Bird was on the team in 2015, so that's not as weird. But like, yeah, he was there. And he was in spring training with with uh, like labor in 2018 and then just, you know, never came back. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations to Jacoby Ellsbury. I'm making a lot of money off of Hal Steinbrenner. I do not care about him. So congrats, Jake. <laughs> Woo. OK, that's enough of a preamble. The 2014 team, we're going to do this game. It is 
Kunj trying to predict how many games a certain player appeared in, and then also uh, if they were a positive or negative war player per baseball reference. This is all very goofy and dumb, but it mildly amuses us. So we are chasing that high. All right. Are you ready? Let's do it. Okay. We're going to start off with quite the name. We're going to go with Zealous Wheeler. Oh, my God. Remember Zealous Wheeler? I remember the name, but I cannot for the life of you tell you if he played in, like, barely any games or way too many games. I'm going to go with 45. 29. Okay. Suit Lady takes this one. And he had two home runs. And I remember one of them only because, like, Masahiro Tanaka gave him a really cute fist bump after. Do you remember that? (laughs) (laughs) Very important stuff. Uh, uh, oh yeah. Uh, do you think he was positive or negative for? Like, I don't know if he even made an impact. I'm gonna go with just barely negative. You know what? I'm gonna give it to you on that one because he didn't really make any impact because he was zero. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you know what? You were passable. Congrats, Zella. Huzzah! I think he then went on to the KBO and might still be playing. I know he was there for a while. Let's see. Oh, excuse me. He was, um, yeah, he was with Yomiuri in the NPB in Japan. Had also played in Rakuten. So he was there from 2015 to 2022. That's a nice little career over uh, in Japan. So, okay. So zealous. Okay. Next up, we are going to go with Vidal Nuno. Ooh. Hmm. I want to say, like, was he traded away that year? I'll just say yes, he was. So like 15 starts, 15 games, 17 games. So I'll give I'll give that to you. That's close. Yeah, yeah. 17 games, 14 starts. He was basically the number five starter for the first half of the season. Uh, Somewhat miraculously traded for Brandon McCarthy because the Diamondbacks of that era were very strange. Also, they were willing to take on McCarthy's rest of your salary, and they're like, great. So that was a nice trade, honestly. I like Brandon McCarthy a lot, even if it didn't really work yeah, out. Yeah, no. It wasn't his fault. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it didn't work out in this because the team was bad, but he was actually pretty good for the Yankees. Yeah. Now, who's not good was Vidal Nuno, who uh, had a so 5.2 ERA. <laughs> so I'm going to go with negative war. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, spoilers, I guess. <laughs> I'm very great at organizing this game, clearly. <laughs> we We really thought about this. Yes. How negative would you say? I don't know, like a win? Negative points eight. So, yeah. Close enough. That is the worst (laughs) on the team. Is it really? Of all pitchers, yeah. Uh, Some two position players got worse. And uh, I will give you a bonus points if you can name either of them right now. No. (laughs) (laughs) I will pass on the bonus points. Oh, no, 2014, Stephen Drew? Yes, that's right. All right, I have no idea who the second would be, but... The second was you... uh, Alfonso Soriano. Okay, sure. Yeah, because he was hanging around there still after the 2013 resurgence, and yeah. the sequel did not go as well. I had no idea he was on the 2014 team. Yeah. Genuinely, none. Yeah, he was... He did not hit very well. Just Sounds for the record, right. so it's out there. 221... 244, 367 
in 67 games. Cool. Lovely. Was, uh, quite the crash from how he looked at the end of 2013. <laughs> but congrats to him on looking just absolutely jacked now whenever he pops up on the crowd of the Yes broadcast. You ever see that? Yeah. Every once in a while. Yeah. A few times I actually watch a game. <laughs> <laughs> a few times I'm, they, 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 you're strapped into a chair and forced to keep your eyes open. Yeah. Okay. Uh, back to our game. Let us go with Kelly Johnson. How many games did Kelly Johnson play? Oh, let's go with 65 to 70, somewhere in that range. 77. Ah. So. I think, but you did not go over, so I think that's I, that's close enough. We'll, we'll give myself a minus, uh, plus or minus fifteen. Yeah, <laughs> depending on the type of player. If it's a position player, t- plus or minus, we'll go with ten. Yeah, the AL East captain Kelly Johnson, who played for yes. all five teams, and honestly, a pretty short amount of time. Yes, <laughs> that for, year, for... that year in particular, he played for the Yankees, Orioles, and Red Sox. Yeah, for our immaculate grid folks, he is your cheat code for the AL East. Yes, yes. And also played with the Mets whenever you see a Yankees-Mets overlap. So that's also, that's a, and that's one that I think not many people would remember. Maybe I guess some, yeah. po- some folks who are Mets fans might remember that, but they probably don't remember the Yankees part. Yeah, fair enough. But he was on the pennant winning team in 2015. Remember winning pennants? That was cool. Oh, well. Uh, oh, I can't man. remember what that's like. Favorably comparing to the Mets. What a time. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's go with uh, back to another pitcher. Matt Thornton. How many games did Matt Thornton get into? Do you remember Matt Thornton? That's not a real person. He is. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Like 25? 46. <laughs> no. Yes. Matt yes. Thornton. Lefties, man. 46 games, 24 and two-thirds innings, because this is still in the time before Lugies were disallowed. So uh, that was his specialty. They had signed him before the season to help the bullpen. Uh, he was uh, fine. Like, his numbers are actually better than you would think that he actually was, but they ended up, like, dumping him, I think, in August, just because the Nationals... Yeah, the Nationals were like, we'll take the rest of his contract, and the Yankees like, sure, we don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> Here, why not? Yeah, I remember that trade just being like, wait, what? All right, I guess. Farewell. (laughs) (laughs) No farewell tour for Matt Thorne. No. He was just a guy, but got into 46 games for the Yankees. How many, or I guess we will spoil that he was a positive win player. Not by much, though. He was 0.4 wins. Solid, I guess. Just, again, just a, a guy who's doing his job, but yeah. He was so, just there. Okay. Um, let's do... How about... Okay, we'll go with one of the more well-known names on the team. More infamous in some regard in relation to the Cano stuff that we talked about earlier. Brian Roberts. Oh. I remember he played a lot. <laughs> and he didn't load until the ninth inning. Sometimes we had that... <laughs> I forgot about that. Still loading. Roberts.exe has loaded. I remember that. <laughs> uh, I'll go with 85 games. 91 games. So very close. That's, that's oh. pretty good, honestly. There we go. Yeah. 
he was like, all right, they're, they're like, we're going to be signed Brian Roberts. He's going to play second base for us. And then he didn't survive the season. <laughs> they uh, end up releasing him on August 9th. And I think they designated him for assignment like a couple weeks before, or like a week before. So Sounds about right. Sorry to the man. That was the end of his career. Very strange one where it's like um, all Orioles and then one year with the Yankees at the end. That was just like, oh, I suppose. <laughs> Well, who's it? Didn't they also try and get like Chipper Jones to come play with them for 2014 or something? That was, like a, that? Thir- that was 2013 when everyone that was, was getting hurt in spring training because yeah. he had retired after 2012. And Cashman's yeah. like, hey, you want to join the 2013 Yankees? And he's like, no. And he's, no. <laughs> Granted, the <laughs> 2013 Yankees were not the 2013 Yankees yet, per se, but still. No, just no. Yeah. The point is valid. Let's, um, I guess we'll do one more of these. I think you have a pretty decisive lead over Super Lady, so... And our time is running out. So, we'll end with uh, Martin Prado. Ooh. Hmm. Trade deadline edition. Yeah, that's why I'm like... It's tricky. I'll go with, like, 40 games? 45? Very good. He got into 37 games. Okay. Yeah. Which is honestly, I think, less than I'd think. But yeah, when you only come over at the deadline, then there's only so much you can impact. He also got hurt mid-September, so that brings his total down. But John Sterling and Susan Waldman loved him. <laughs> I, I keep, yeah. I just remember like the radio broadcast being like, oh, he's Martin Prado. He's great. Then the Yankees traded him away uh, in the Evaldi trade in the offseason, which made some sense. But it was just like, okay, well, that was brief. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do remember that they had convinced me that that he was like the greatest acquisition ever. Yeah, he was a very good, versatile player. I'll give him that for sure. Play anywhere, really. Yeah, no, like he was, he was fine. Like I, I, had no, I have no bad memories of Martin Prado. I'm just saying, like I genuinely thought that was the greatest trade they could have, the Yankees have ever made because of how much they loved him. <laughs> yeah, three sixteen, three thirty six, five forty one, thirty seven games, one forty five to OPS plus. So there you go, Martin Prado. He did what he could. So did Brandon McCarthy, but the 2014 Yankees were not good enough to do all that much of anything. No, no, And yet, no. still better than the 2014 Yankees. At least they used the trade deadline to make the team more fun. Yeah. No, what, what do you mean? Keenan Middleton isn't fun? <laughs> Keenan Middleton, who has honestly been fine, but again, just like, okay, you're just Keenan Middleton. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. It, like, anytime where your only move is just a reliever, like, and nothing against the reliever position. I love relievers. I love David Robertson. I love Mariano Rivera. This has nothing to do with the position in general. But if that's your only move, yeah, yeah. it's nothing. <laughs> they still should have sold off some of these guys. Especially, like, now that Clay Holmes is showing warts again, they really should have just traded him, you know. And I, I, was, right. I was advocating for that at the time, either. This is that second guessing. I can't yeah. I can't talk about the 2023 Yankees too much, though. We've, we've done that. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> All right. So that'll do it for this podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Podiment Park, Merns PSA, Pinstripe Alley. What is your recommendation for the week aside from not watch the Yankees? Uh, double don't watch the Yankees. I think you just said the same thing last week. <laughs> last week. <laughs> yeah. Go read a book. That's my recommendation. I don't yeah. care which book. Just go read a book. Or just read Highlights Magazine, you know? Take no, back. don't do that. That that no. is that is that is not my recommendation. Wow, wow, okay. The shade coming the slander. In, 
Coming in strong. <laughs> Just at the buzzer with the <laughs> knife to the neck of Highlights Magazine. <laughs> I enjoy the Highlights Magazine, too. I don't know why I took that firm stance. They know what they did. They know what they did. All right. Never again. So go Garrett Cole, go rookies, go Aaron Judge. I guess go 2023 Yankees if we must, but let's go individual performances. Yay. Woo. All right. Bye, everyone. See you.